This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. What's up, dudes? It's Aaron and Stanger here, and we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about protein because, let's be honest, it can be a little intimidating. Um, you're talking about protein. You're talking about supplementation. Uh, what do I need? Do I need to supplement? Um, do I... What do like I, a, where do I start? Which where do one I of even these start? Million companies do I go to? Some of them have glitter font. Some of them have a big tiger on them. It's a yeah, lot. Some, like carnivorous animals. And it's just like, is that me? I don't think I'm a, a, a leopard with a six pack. <laughs> um, not, not with that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but it, I, I will say this, like when I, I remember being young and being in that protein aisle and just being like, I no, I'm not, I can't do this. And just going, just moving on with my life because I knew I might need a protein supplement, but there was no way I could pick just no way. Weren't sure. Didn't know where to start. All things that are relatable. And you know, there's some people that, that don't even lift weights and they're questioning it too. Listen, we're here to tell you it's not about muscles. Yep. Protein helps support bone health and satiety or satiety. More on that later. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, as we go through our life, our protein needs change. So what I found with Ritual is that they have different protein for different stages of life, which is really cool. Yeah. Ritual does everything right. We started partnering with, partnering with them a while ago with a multivitamin. They've done a woman's daily vitamin that we've talked about. That's really good. And, um, they're doing this essential protein now, which is a delicious plant-based protein powder. And like Aaron said, it's got different formulas for different distinct life changes. And in dealing with ritual, you find that they're a cut above. Um, so we were talking about what kind of brand do you want to go with or what kind of company do you want to go with when you're finding your protein power powder, you want to use somebody like ritual because, um, of things like their uh, their one of one of a kind visible supply chain, they make everything traceable, so you know what's in your protein, why it's there, and where it came from. And that's huge when we're talking about supplementation. It's huge because a lot of times there's mysterious ingredients. You don't know what the hell they are. You don't know why they're there, and you don't know where the hell they came from. Ritual has solved all of that for us. Um, one of the many many great attributes about this company. Yeah, they also have, they're also made with a complete amino acid profile and it tastes yummy. Okay, it's made from like handcrafted vanilla flavor from a sub, a sub I keep wanting to say it's substantial, but it's sustainable harvest yeah. Madagascar vanilla bean extract. Okay, so I said that bad, but it is, I'm telling you from personal experience, yummy. Yep. And it's all the good stuff. There's no sugar or sugar alcohols. It's soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Um, so whatever you want in that respect, you're covered. Um, no garbage in their products. Okay. So uh, just really quick, I want to go over. There, there are these three. We have the Daily Shake for 18+, plus, a complete amino acid profile featuring choline, an essential nutrient, and common dietary gap. We have your daily shake for 50 plus. Adds calcium HMB to the mix, helping to build and maintain muscle mass for healthy, active aging. And then daily shake pregnancy and postpartum, formulated with extra nutrient support to meet the demands of pregnancy and lactation. 
Yeah, so whatever life stage you're in, we've got a uh, delicious protein for you. We got you covered, and uh, you know the ingredients are second to none. So if you're ready to shake up your protein ritual, our listeners are going to get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash dumbbells. Ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash dumbbells today for 10% off your first three months. Let's start the show. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer, and excited to see Easter Sunday this Sunday. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer, and also eager, anticipating viewer of the giant DreamWorks movie, Easter Sunday, opening this weekend. Then you have found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration motivation and sometimes information hey dumbbells let's get dumb. whoa <laughs> easter sunday uh opening nationwide this weekend um friend of the show former co-host uh eugene cordero starring in a big role, playing cousin Eugene um, in the movie Easter Sunday. So we're all super excited to see it. It's going to be fun. He, he paid us so much money to get us to do an ad at the top. You know, and I I bought some new shoes, thinking about going on vacation. So thank you, Eugene. I will be seeing your movie. It has nothing to do with the huge cash out, cash bonus. Uh, nothing to do with that. But thank you, Eugene, for uh, for being in movies so we can see them and have a reason to go to the theaters once again. Well said. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, okay. So this is Macro Month. You have, if you are here, you are hanging on for dear life with us as we, we attempt to be more than dumbbells and bring you some information that you could potentially use to become your bodybuilder self. Um, would you say that that's correct? You could be a bodybuilder after this. Uh, I would say that's correct. Um, listen, uh, you know, in kind of, um, going over the game film from last week, um, you know, I have some notes for myself. I have some thoughts on, <laughs> I was very excited to bring, uh, to bring you guys some information on protein. Might've got a little lost in the weeds on muscle protein synthesis. Um, I got really excited by that. Uh, one aspect of protein and, <laughs> you know, I harangued, uh, the entire episode, uh, around that. So listen, I harangued. think harangued. wow, cool word. We're all, you know, uh, maybe, uh, experts and we don't need to be <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I, you know, I have done a lot of reading, a lot of practicing words out loud. Cause I have done so much of this, 
uh, you know, when I was doing my nutrition certification, I realized that like most of this was just all in my brain. And so I wasn't just talking about it out loud to a class because it was online. Sure. So I really was like, oh, yeah, poly, unsaturated poly. Okay, I could do what, this. What, Mono, you, you, you know, just What was your practicing. instinct there to say un, poly, un, un? <laughs> Okay, I married a Latin man. Is that? <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. I like it. <laughs> yeah, why did I almost say it like that? You know, it's, you know, we're, we're learning as we go. And I will say this in, um, in preparing for today, I have completely redone my macro, like my macros in my fitness pal. Mm. Yeah. So I know I haven't, I, I just like kind of broke this all down and was playing around with the stuff in my fitness pal today. So I'm going to tell you guys about what I did and then, you know, take it or leave it. And we'll see if it, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to eat in this way for maybe a, a month or two and see what happens. Cause I've never had my fat so low, but we'll talk about that as we go. I like it. I love it. I can't wait to hear more of it. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's Tim McGraw talking. Uh, might somebody might have said it before him, but um, I, hey, so <laughs> definitely not. Definitely. Um, so macro month. So we're breaking down all the macros. Started with protein. Yep. We're on to fats now. Carbohydrates will come next, um, and then we'll go. You know, and then we'll do a recap. Um, so you know, hang in there with us. We're figuring it out as we go. But I bet we'll all have some good information when it when the dust settles on this. Um, on this month. On this month. I, I will say, and and we talked about this last episode. If you have questions, um, especially, you know, after you hear hear the whole episode, but if you have questions, uh, you can email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. We will go over as many of those questions as we can the last week of this macro month. So send those over if you have them. If we have made you more confused, let us know. We will... We will do our best to answer, um, adjust, listen to criticism, and move forward. So that's would you? Uh, that's my solemn vow. I'm not going to get on board. I'm not going to listen to any <laughs> criticism. <laughs> oh yeah, the criticism comes to mama. Okay, I'm sorry. I said that. I shouldn't have. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also at the dumbbells uh, for social media, you could DM us through Instagram or whatever you want if you've got questions, comments, concerns. Uh, no on the criticism. Uh, put the hate out. <laughs> post the hate. We want the hate out there in the world. I don't want it. Yeah. You know. Put it in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Give us the hate. What do you think of um, Jason's muscle that I posted the other looked day? Looked great, dude. Looked ripped. I know. I was impressed, especially because we haven't been working out as much in like the last, you know, six months. So biceps are popping. Um, you know, he's moving the chair around, though. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's true. That's true. That's working the guns. No rest for the weary, you know? So that's working the guns, but I thought they looked good. Did, and what was the tattoo? Did he have a little tattoo going there also? Oh, yeah. He has a little tattoo. I can't, um, I can't remember what it actually means, but it's what my nephew presses for him to, and it may, and Jason will pretend to fall asleep or like power down. Oh, it's like his stop start button. Yeah. Yeah. His power button. So, um, 
So, so my question for you is right off the top, Sanger, mm-hmm. were you, was your house a low fat house when yeah. you were growing up? For a while. Yeah. When it, whenever that was the, um, the trend, we were on it. Um, yeah. so we definitely thought about just, you know, even in the, the food that we ate, what was low fat. And then also, um, the, the target marketed specific low fat snacks and, and desserts and stuff, snack well, that kind of shit. The green box right, that's- snack wells we've talked about before. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was like thinking about because I don't think I ever really understood fats or even what the point of it was because it was always like drilled into me. Low fat, non-fat. We had non-fat milk. We had low fat, like ice cream. There was like slow churned ice cream that was like somehow lower fat. It was just like anything that was diet. Well, I think that we was in. a that was a technique they used in, in lower lower fat milk fat ice creams to still make them taste good. Oh, that makes sense. They would adjust the preparation a little bit to kind of you know get get a little creaminess, maybe put a little air in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, okay. That makes sense. I think. I so don't know. Was, I'm not a fucking ice cream expert. I used to be, but. <laughs> it's been a few years. Um, So that was like my, I guess, growing up with it was just stay away from it. And no discussion about it. Just like low fat was equals good. And then when I got into like Weight Watchers, when I was trying to lose weight, it was like anything high in fat, like avocado, I just remember was like, like crazy amounts of points. And it was like, okay, well forget that. I'm having no, no fats as much as I can. Peanut butter. Avenada. (laughs) Avenado is what I thought you were going to say. Avenodo. You you did it right. Um, (laughs) I think all all of them were pretty good. (laughs) So I just remember being like, no to no to fat just stay away from it. And then what was like, I started working out with like a trainer ish and they were like, Oh, there's such thing as a healthy fat. And I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Tell it to the, tell it to weight watchers. Um, I, I can't have that shit. (laughs) And then people were like, no, you can have healthy fats. And I was like, I don't know what a healthy fat is, blah, blah, blah. So this leads us to today where we're just, where I've just been cruising on my macros at 33, 33, 33, trying to hit that perfect little, what's that? Like perfect little peace sign. Yeah. Mercedes in the, in the grid. Yeah. And, or graph. And so I was like, well, maybe I should just look into that. Cause just one person one time told me that was like a good goal. And so let's dig in. Yeah. Some guy screamed it at you. You're driving by or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to bring that up, but it's fine that you did. Um, <laughs> it's been a lifelong thing. You've it was you Stager. Do you All remember right. that? <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even in reference to this. Yeah, it was way before this. It was before I really knew you. Um, so <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, I just want to say really quick, too, my the fat thing for me, my family, I think my dad, my dad is surprisingly informed on a lot of nutrition and was a good early resource for me with exercise and fitness and like a good reader and all that kind of stuff. Even before internet, he would find, somehow he'd, he had good trivia. Like he knew, he knew a lot about 
music and movies and then also nutrition. It's all the kind of, I mean, it's informed me. It's all the kind of same shit that I know now, yeah, but I have I like, like, that's who you are now, <laughs> but it was much more impressive because he wasn't, you know, he doesn't, he didn't have the access to the internet. He didn't have a smartphone, um, in his pocket at his disposal. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but I remember him, you know, being the person that was like, Oh, we got to watch our fats. And then later, like, I think even before it got really popular and trendy, like talking about good fats and all that, uh, and that there, there are some fats that you need and that should be a part of your diet. But I think I've told you this before. I remember I was always watching fat and fat free. And I was like, Oh, I can have like, you know, a pasta dinner and like French bread, but I won't put any butter on it because I'm watching fat and all that kind of shit. And just like <laughs> paying no attention to the carbs or any of that stuff. And then I remember I was going to the movies with this girl I knew. It was like my girlfriend at the time, but she was a couple years older than me. I was maybe in high school and she's like in her twenties. And so, um, wait, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole story. I've told it on the show before, but I, I, I tricked her for a while about my age uh, oh my she, god! But then she knew. She eventually knew, and it was cool. Like it was all. It wasn't ever like a real. It wasn't like a Tinder swindler thing or anything. I didn't. I didn't okay. lie about being more successful or or anything like that. It was. <laughs> I was like I was eighteen. I told her I was twenty so that she wouldn't think I was a kid, but also wouldn't expect me to get in any bars or anything. But I I didn't lie about like having a That's smart a okay. fancy job or anything. Like, um. So anyway. We went to the movies and like, I got like a big icy and, um, she was really into working out and she had a bunch of really fit friends and her friends were there. And I, so I had like this huge fucking icy and I just, <laughs> I remember one of the friends saying, God, what, aren't you worried about the, um, about, you know, fat and all that stuff. And I was like, no, it's, this is fat free. And she's like, yeah, but there's the, the fucking sugar in there is astronomical. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? What do you sugar? How sugar's fat free. <laughs> like I could not like wrap my mind around it. It's like, I was like, it's not an ice cream cone for Christ's sakes. It's just 87 <laughs> grams of sugar. Um, but I remember that started like the little wheels turning in my brain. Like, Hmm, maybe I don't know everything I thought I did about how all this stuff works. So anyway, well, that's what one of the articles I read was about like low fat is low fat better than no fat is no fat better than full fat. Like it was a, and it was kind of an article that's like, essentially you're just gonna, if, if something says it's fat free, it's probably like, and it started with fat, it's been processed and they probably put in salt or sugar or something else in place of it to make it still taste uh, good. And so, you know, it's like, it's having to kind of think a little bit past. Like I, I remember I used to eat red vines cause it was fat free. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Red vines out the ass. And I'm just like so hype on sugar. I can't even feel my like fingers. And it's just like, it's not the, it's not the point is essentially they were like, it's about, you know, being healthy. It's not the point to just, isn't that a weekend song? I can't feel my fingers when I'm with you. No, Close. when I'm eating red vines. I can't feel my fingers when I'm eating red yeah. vines. Yeah, I actually was thinking about this uh, this episode uh, doing it as a song, too. So we're really musical. I was going to sing, let's talk about fats, baby. Let's talk about you and me. But I could have done something else there. Uh, talking about all the good things. Anyway, it was it worked with fats, you know. So all the good fats work with and the bad fats that may be. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. Okay, we've got it. Let's start the podcast over. <laughs> we got the song. We're ready. Um, okay, so let's get into it. All right? All right. This is going to be a lot of me talking. And so I want you just to chime in as you do with dumb shit. <laughs> no shortage here. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to talk about the function of fats. What is a fat is really boring, but I will read it. Okay. Lipids. I, I, re- I read this in the beginning of the macro month and it is super boring. Lipids are a group of compounds that include triglycerides, fats and oils, phospholipids and sterols. One, uh, does that make sense to you? Do you know what a sterol is? No, I know that there's different categories of lipids and sterols are important, but um, I can't think of- It doesn't of- have a definition for sterols. So I, you know, just if you're interested, get into it, you know? Okay, so lipids or fats are the most concentrated source of energy in the diet. So one gram of fat yields approximately nine calories. So carbs and protein are four. So this is double plus one. All right. Um, so furnishing twice, more than twice the calories of carbs and proteins. So in addition to providing energy, fats act as carriers for the fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K vitamin D aids in the absorption of calcium. So that's good. Making it available to body tissues, particularly to the bones and teeth. Fats are also important for the conversion of carotene to vitamin A. You feel me on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So fats are helping with cellular membrane structure and function. Cellular signals, bada bing, bada boom, regulation and excretion of nutrients in the cells. This is important. Insulating the body from environmental temperature changes and preserving body heat. So as the, you know, globe crumbles around us. We'll need it for our, <laughs> for the inevitable, uh, ice age, right? Yeah. Will an ice age happen or doesn't it seem like it's things are getting hotter? It's a great question. Stare that I don't have the time to do. The St- sterile's on. also cholesterol, right? I mean, there's that's that's, oh, were you looking up that word? I think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure cholesterol sterile and then there's that so that's an animal sterile and then there's like plant steriles um and they they serve an important function too i think there's a couple types of steriles but yeah Uh, well hey that sounds good to me sounds like it's it's spelled i'll spell it for the listeners it's s-t-e-r-o-l-s i'll just look it up really quick but it is like yeah 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 it is so we're right on that um, okay, and sterols play a vital role in the cell by signaling in, in cell signaling by helping regulate the process of development. In addition, they pass on messages received from the outside the cell to affect changes inside the cell. And this capacity, they're known as in this capacity, they're known as second messengers. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, fats also help with initiating the release of the hormone. Now this word, I don't know how to say, okay. It's uh, the shorthand is CKK or CCK, sorry. CCK. Louis. 
Louis Louis. <laughs> Louis Louis CCK. Um, <laughs> CCK, which, but that hormone uh, contributes to satiety or satiety. Which camp are you? I say satiety. Frick, Stinger. There's but, a third one? But I don't know because I always think satiated, but um, yeah, satiety. satiety. Uh, Sa- how do you say it? Satiety. Satiety? But I'll, I, I'll never say. I don't know. Look, look, we don't know how to pronounce words, guys. I mean, you don't come to no, this. We you don't, don't come to this audio medium to hear us <laughs> pronounce things correctly. Struggle through science words. Um, but that I think so. Remember last week we were talking about which one of the, the macros was the king to us. Yeah. And I said mine was fats. But I think that's because of this, the satiety, satiety, satiety. I, when I'm hungry and I want to just like not be hungry, but I don't want to eat a whole meal for me to have just like a bite of peanut butter makes me feel full. And I didn't know that it had actually, it was like actually because there was a, hormone being released because of that. So that was kind of interesting to me. Um, is that interesting to you? It is. It is interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, because it's like, I know protein gets a credit for, for satiating you. Um, but, uh, but you're right. I mean, fats may be the, the one that does it the most. And I guess specifically if they're, you know, they're releasing this hormone that's, um, that's doing it. Here, hold well, on, hold and on here. It does. Yeah. Satiety, also satiety. You want to hear it again? Satiety, also satiety. Satiety, also. <laughs> <laughs> that one sound. That's just like harder to work through. I think we we're kind of both right. Kind of right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I can't believe you're right about it because yours sounded absolutely crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so there are a couple different versions of fats. And this is truly where uh, my brain starts to break down. So I'm going to do my best to kind of say this in a way that makes the most sense. So fatty acids may be saturated or unsaturated. I get also confused with fiction and nonfiction. This is like something I've thought about getting tattooed on me. I always think nonfiction is the, is the fake one novels and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Made up, but that's, that's wrong. So I always have to go, Hey, whatever you thought it was, it's, you've got to flip it. So this one saturated is the one that is stinger. Do you know? Good or, or healthy or unhealthier? I guess if we're using those words, which are limiting, I don't necessarily agree with this, but saturated would be the, le- the less healthy ones. Well, that's a great question because that was something that I was struggling with too because... Um, or I, guess, I don't know, maybe we're going old school. Maybe that's what it used to be. I know like, you know, like they're all, you know, like the partially hydrogenated soybean oil. Um, yeah. They're all... F- that's that's got a bad rap now, um, and that used to yeah. be like in everything. Um, but saturated fats are like in animal fats, 
you know, and so I guess they tend to be higher in cholesterol. Right. So I think that like, that's kind of where that's what I was finding is like, if, if it's like doctory people that are talking about it, they're calling saturated fats. Uh, this is how this is, is put in here. Saturated fatty acids are implicated as a risk factor for heart disease because they can raise bad cholesterol levels. So I think that's why it's considered quote unquote less healthy because it has shown to heighten that, uh, that version of cholesterol. Yeah. Popular Western medicine Co- yes. draws a causality between coronary heart disease and a diet high in saturated fats. Now, whether or not that is what's causing that is up to question now. But, yes. But yes. Yeah. That's kind that of, that is a good, that's a good point, And I'm, it should be made is that there isn't like cut and dry on this. That is what we, that is in the book that I am reading from on this and we'll talk about another couple of websites that I found too, but this is my NASA nutrition book um, where it talks about saturated fats being less of your go-to the and devil. the devil. <laughs> well, it tries to not bring the devil into it, but it is written here in just small writing. Hey, it, um, it tries. It doesn't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> and then the unsaturated. Okay. So that's, plant fats why i'm confused okay the unsaturated is supposed to sort of help your body right so that's kind of like the um poly what poly unsaturated now i can't not say un <laughs> poly unsaturated are vegetable oils omega-3 fatty acids herring salmon flaxseed most nuts and seeds and then saturated fats like stinger said meat poultry butter cheese cream eggs whole milk tropical oils yeah coconut fun, coconut yeah um Palm and it, it's also funny. It says many baked goods, hmm. <laughs> just in general, many baked goods. What's up, our dudes? You got Aaron and Sanger here, and we're interrupting ourselves and the episode really quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show today called Policy Genius. Um, okay. Aaron, did you, uh, do you have life insurance right now? Did you get life insurance? I did get life insurance, but I don't think I quite even understood how I got it. (laughs) Yeah. You might be overpaying. I mean, look, look, it's, it's not the most comfortable thing to talk about. Everybody should get it. I mean, I, you know, I got a wife, I got a kid. Um, I've got people that are counting on me. So I knew I needed it. Um, there's a lot of people out there that, don't have it, know they need it, and maybe are you know uncomfortable because of um, you know how much it could cost, and yeah. they you know they don't want to uh, you know pay these you know super high numbers when they don't have to, and at the same time they don't want to you know they don't want to get poor coverage. Um, so what do you do? What are the resources for that? Where do you go to find high quality coverage from a company that you trust um, that you know and pay the right price? Well, I think that's where our sponsor might come in handy here, Stinger. Absolutely. You're absolutely right, Aaron. 
Policy Genius is an insurance marketplace that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in one place and find your lowest price on life insurance. So you could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Options start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. Wow. So yeah, good companies, um, legit coverage, and then you know, $17 a month, that's pretty doable. Um, you know, that's a nice, comfortable peace of mind. It's really easy if you want to get those savings. You just have to click the link uh, in the description. Uh, or head to policygenius.com slash dumbbells to get personalized quotes and minutes and find the right policy for your needs. Yeah, the licensed agents there at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. They're on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make decisions with confidence. So you're not just floundering out there in the world trying to figure out what to leave behind for your family. For your, you know, huge demise. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's going to happen to us all, guys. Might as well yeah. deal with it now and set yourself up, set your family up. A um, couple other cool things about Policy Genius. They're not adding extra fees. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they, like we said before, they're not the insurance company. They're just a marketplace. They're helping you find the right insurance company. It's all in one location. And uh, whatever personal info you put there is private. They don't sell the information uh, to third parties. Uh, none of your personal details are going to get out there. Yeah, and since 2014, Policy Genius has helped. We also want to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show today called Daily Harvest. Um, some healthy foods coming out of Daily Harvest. But Aaron, what, what are your summer plans? What are you getting into this summer? You know, I'm trying to do as many pool parties as possible. That's what I'm trying to do this summer. I'm going to go. Uh, any any one of my friends that's got a pool, I'm trying to be there. Um, that's living my main that, goal. Uh, living that pool party queen lifestyle. Are you having any uh, over at uh, the signs place? Any pool parties? Oh, yeah. We're, we're got- throwing a couple, uh, you know, but we can't, we can't have all the glory. Any. I haven't gotten any invites yet. That's oh. interesting. <clears throat> well, it's for under 40. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. It stings, dude. Um, what about you, Stinger? You got any plans? Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, there's a lot of stuff that the retirement community, um, you know, <laughs> likes to do. You know, I'm touring old folks' homes, you know, seeing where I'm going to end up soon. Uh, no, we're going to do, we're going to go to Santa Cruz. Um, Good little sleepy beach town out in Santa Cruz. That's a lot of fun. Cute. Um, yeah, hit the beach, take the kid out there, take the dog out there. Uh, enjoy some well-deserved time off. Mm, that's nice. Okay, it doesn't sound like you're going to have a lot of time for maybe going to the grocery store. And you're a nope. big guy. I, that's the most of the times I've seen you, you are at a grocery store. You're right. I do love, uh, I do love going to the grocery shop. Um, as some people call it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't have a lot of time for that. I don't want to also, you know, when it comes to healthy stuff, you don't want to have to like, think about it. It would be nice just to have some convenient options that were quick to get at quick to prepare. Um, and you know that you're covered, you know, you're getting your fruits and veggies in that's where daily harvest comes in guys. That's true. Daily harvest delivers Delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables. You can choose from smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more. Okay, they've got so much stuff already to enjoy in minutes. 
So if I'm getting back from my trip and I'm a little too busy to go to the store or, you know, too tired, frankly, running around on that beach all day at my age. um, (laughs) Yeah, at your age, that's tough to turn around, you know. Nice to to just be able yeah, open the freezer and I know I got some good stuff in there and I don't have to like just, you know, raid the pantry on all the, uh, the dry goods that aren't as healthy. And I will say they have, they really do have a good variety of sweet and savory. So, so don't feel like this is just cause it's frozen. Doesn't mean you can get, you, you can't get that savory itch scratched. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not just the, um, the fruits and kind of, um, sweet taste and stuff. Um, everything is uh, farm to frozen. Um, so it's, the nutrients are locked in there. So is the flavor. And uh, like we said, they got you covered from a sweet, savory, somewhere in between. They got you. Um, some of the stuff that we've been enjoying during the summer, um, strawberry peach smoothie, very good. Yeah, and I wish I knew how to say the word because I really like this one, but it's like a mulberry, I think, and dragon fruit forager bowl. It's really, it's really good, and it, it's just easy. It's all kind of prepped for you you just have to either put it in the blender find you know warm it up if that's what the thing is you got to do like it's just very easy it's all done for you yeah very minimal um cooking that has to be done if any and the smoothies are really cool uh we talked about how much they cut down on the prep time and waste because you get a smoothie that's all pre-mixed all the um, the components that go into the smoothie are prepared and done. They're in one container. All you have to do is add the necessary amount of liquid, whatever you want, almond milk, oat milk, whatever you like, water, spring water, um, Pepsi. No, don't do that. And, and then you just throw I mean, it in a blender. You can. That's your own. That's your own thing to talk about. You're f- you know, a true freak. Um, <laughs> and then a little ice or something like that. Blend it up, and it's done. Uh, total slam dunk. And you don't have to, uh, you know, spend all that time slaving away in the kitchen when everybody, uh, all that your young friends are partying around by your pool. That's right. Um, Daily Harvest is also committed to human and planetary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients. And the people who grow them, it's a win-win across the board. So... Case in point, by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging when possible, Daily Harvest does the work, so all we have to do is eat and enjoy, and I'll just say, feel good about yourself. Yep. So... Stay busy and eat sustainably with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells. And now back to the episode. What do you think about... Um, the high, the like trans fats, do you have any, do you have any, uh, wisdom on that? Um, so trans fats would be like stick margarine, shortening fried foods, fried chicken, donuts, fast foods. Again, many baked goods is also in, (laughs) in this zone, but that's just from trans fatty acids. So that's the result of hydrogenation. 
um, adding hydrogen to unsaturated fatty acids to make them uh, have a longer shelf life. So that also got a bad rap about what five to seven years ago. Yeah. People would talk about the the partially hydrogenated oils, partially hydrogenated soybean oil and all that kind of stuff that used to be in everything. Um, You know, so it it all comes down to like cholesterol, you know, and I, I think because there's so, there's so much research done on, on heart health that like they're, you know, they're obsessed with people's cholesterol levels. And um, I think that most people would say, or most doctors would say that hydrogenated oils increase your LDL or like your, you know, the bad cholesterol. Um, Right. And that's what clogs and your arteries and hearts and stuff um, leading to a higher risk and heart attack and all that kind of shit. But the question is, is it, is it those fats that are doing that? I think, and also, you know, they're, they've, there's been recent kind of uh, information that's come out on the quality of um, cholesterol in your body, like LDL, HDL. And so you can have like these kind of denser, clumpier LDL that is more unhealthy uh, versus, you know, if you eat a different diet, having one that's like uh, more kind of buoyant and healthy in a weird way. So there's like beyond just like what the actual numbers are in your system, it's like the quality of the LDL, HDL in your system can affect your health too. And like some of the stuff that I was reading was that they were drawing a correlation between um, high, like high bad carbohydrates or a high sugar diet in conjunction with a, a diet that's high in trans fat or saturated fat. And that's, it's those two things together that are kind of the napalm that lead to coronary heart disease as opposed mm. to just isolating the fats. Yeah. Um, as like, Oh, you just eat however else you want. Just make sure you watch your fats and cholesterols and you're fine. That's not the case. It's like, wow, you should actually maybe incorporate some of those fats into your diet and monitor your, your sugar intake more. Um, because when you combine the two together, it makes for a denser LDL, which is, you know, dangerous and what ultimately causes the, the major issues. But again, this is like, kind of like, I don't know how, uh, you know, how vetted this, these studies were. It's kind of these new discussions on, and if, if that is the case, we do need to improve our, um, our, our instruments of study too, because there should be, you should outside of just getting your cholesterol number, if there, if, if it truly does matter, you know, how your cholesterol is, like how I described, we should have some kind of studies or uh, some tests or labs that will tell that to you, you know, because people need to, right. people need to fucking know that shit. All right. <laughs> what kind of cholesterol do I have? <laughs> and that's a great, that's a great question. And I think that that, like, I remember when I was like, 19 and went to get my cholesterol done for the first time. I didn't know any of like, they were like, Oh, your bad cholesterol is really high and your good cholesterol is really low. And I didn't, they didn't tell me how to like fix it when to come back, get it checked again, how to, I was just like a 19 year old left to her own devices. So I will say it did. I have been able to, I guess, even it out a little bit, but my sugar is still high. Help, you know. Yeah. So, but I will say. Oh, good. It. I was just gonna say. Also, 
can be very um, genetic heavy too. Oh, like absolutely. you might have could have a perfect incredible diet. Incredible diet. Yep. And 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 still have um, high levels, uh, like uh, unhealthy levels in cholesterol and have to still like manage that even while having a great diet. So it's not just like if you eat a lot of fatty meats, then you will have a heart attack. It's can come at you from any, Oh, it's the beauty of life <laughs> can come at yeah, you. Yeah. And they have angle. statins and all that kind of stuff, it, it, you know, and it's also, it, it, if you are, if you are skeptical about some of the, um, the standardized practices of Western medicine too is like, do I do I need to be on the statin immediately? Can is there some stuff I can do with diet? Um, you know, what are my options? So, some people certainly need to be, and it's one of those instances where you should absolutely take advantage of modern medicine. You know, don't mm-hmm. don't be a hero just to be some kind of naturalist. It's like, look, if you're if you got the genetics and you're predisposed and your arteries are getting clogged, like get on it. What the fuck? Why not? That being said. Yeah. You know, if you're on the bu- if you're on the bubble or you're on the margin, um, you know they're going to want to just give you. They have like a a, a way that they're trained um, to, you know, to practice medicine, and they'll just want you. They'll just want to get you on that immediately because it's you know it's something that they can control, not necessarily in a bad way. It's just they. There's no guarantees that you're going to follow or adhere to a diet or change your lifestyle. But as a doctor, if they know they can get you on a statin, it'll save your life. They'll do it, even if it's maybe yeah. even if you take a hit, maybe from a health standpoint. Um, but you, as the individual, as the individual and the advocate for yourself, you know, explore all your options and do you know do the one that's best for you. And I think probably if you can do any anything that you can do that's um, built around diet and exercise is always a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. It's it's. I, I think a lot of the information is changing on all this stuff, and, and it always seems to. Another thing I found um, when I did my research on protein was, you know, a few of the people that I were reading from um, researchers were talking about how difficult it is to run a um, to run a true study uh, because it's almost impossible to get people to adhere to a diet. Like you can't do it in a lab you know, human beings. So they'll do it. They'll test it on uh, mammals, you know, like rats and that kind of shit. And it's tough to compare a rat completely to a human. Like a lot of the fasting research that I've referenced or we'll talk about is done on rats, but rats can lose half their body weight in three days. And so, (laughs) you know, the kind of um, rats, yeah, the kind of rats get all the the good stuff. Why can't I be a rat? Oh, oh my god! Um, but so it's you know, if you're talking about autophagy and you know the the positive aspects of cellular die off from fasting and all that kind of stuff, and you're pointing to these rodent models, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it ain't the same as you know, uh, you know, me fasting yeah. for two or three days. I'm not losing half of my body weight, so. It's tricky. Yeah, that's it is interesting to think about having to do a study on nutrition with a bunch of humans. Like we're all trying to get away with stuff, trying to Oh yeah, everybody to, it's so everybody cheats. So there's maybe yes. like one, there's like two tests. That's why you're always like, why don't they just research that? Like why not just figure out if more protein would do this? And it's like it's impossible. We tried. 
People always, you know, <laughs> fail, fade out on the test. There's also, it's really hard to get women. It's like guys in a certain age range will volunteer for these tests and do it, but women won't. And so... Yeah, we're busy. <laughs> yeah, we're just too smart. <laughs> we're busy. Yeah, and so like... We got enough problems. So older, and also older people too. So like the, um, the aging generations, that's really hard too because they'll do it on college campuses so they can get people in that kind of... 18 to 21 range because they're on campus and that's the campus where they happen to be doing the research. So, but as far yeah. as like an older population, they're just not going to fucking do it. So it's, you know, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I guess I hadn't really thought about that before. That is, uh, that is true. I would, I'd test rats over people any day. Cause I will say this, even if I tell my clients like, Hey, we're going to look at like, if they ask, Hey, can we do a nutrition day? And we talk about what I'm eating, kind of how we can adjust, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, be as honest as you can. Like, no matter, like, I don't care. I'm not here to judge or whatever. But even if I say that, even if someone says that to me, I'm still not putting in everything, not even to be a little, a little sneak, but like, I don't always think to put, Oh, my olive oil from my pan that I cooked my, asparagus in. And some people will be like, well, that counts. And some people will be like, eh, it doesn't it's fine. And like, what do you actually think about that? Have you ever, have you ever like, I mean, if logged that, that specific, I may have when I was trying to get like really crazy ripped, not just, not just trying to overall be lean, but for something. So it was like, it all, it's all built. Like a, like taking pictures or something like it's building towards this day. I may have gotten that screwed in on it. Um, if I were part of a, like a scientific study, I would, yeah, you have to, there is, sure. There is a caloric impact there, but it's when it's me just kind of testing myself, that's maybe what I let myself slide on, you know, like I'm not going to bust my, but I, but even like, you know, if I'm, if I'm meeting with, um, a trainer, nutritionist or something, and it's like, for a snack, how many almonds did you have? You're like, ah, oh, you know, 25. You don't want to be like 600. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Some a, da- a dangerous amount. 4,000. <laughs> 4,000 almonds. And then I had no water in my body. <laughs> Just the driest mouth I, ever. I remember I was going to a girlfriend's house one time and meeting her parents and they were s- serving dinner and they made tater tots or something funny. And they were like, um, how many tater tots do you want? And I was like, um, and mom, the mom had like tongs. And I was like, <laughs> I just made up a number like, oh, just like a reasonable number. Like, oh, you know, 15. I didn't want to be like my, you know, really like, oh my, I'd be like 40. I don't know. <laughs> like I had no idea how to, like, I don't, what does 12 even look like? You know, I normally just like would shovel a bunch on there, but... <laughs> How many do you want? One tater tot at a time. Yeah, That's- it was like how they used to do the toppings at Pinkberry or something. You're like, okay, <laughs> all right. They weigh it. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. so we've got. I just remember some like sources. a little tong with like three. I can't with the. It was a little tong, like a little like bling bling bling. Yeah, I was imagining even still like a big tong, but this is a t- okay. No, it might have. It might have been a bigger. The, were one. they skinny people? Yeah, I mean, they just looked normal. They didn't, they didn't look one way or the other. They were, you know, I mean, they, I'd, probably not big eaters, you know. 
tater tot. Such a funny move. Yeah. Um, we can move on, but I do. I, I just want to know one more question. Was there more food or was the dinner tater tots? There's more food, but I didn't, okay. <laughs> I didn't have enough of anything I wanted because the, the mom was always the kind of middleman on all serving all the food. So I couldn't like, <laughs> I couldn't pig out, you know, cause I didn't want the judgment. I'm <laughs> sure she was, she was, man. she was nice. I'm sure she wouldn't have cared, you know, but I also just didn't have any idea of the numbers of things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> How many tater tots do you want? Yeah, I guess just like like how they do at Olive Garden, just start grating that. I'll say farm, yeah. and I'll tell you when to stop. I'll say when. <laughs> I mean, uh, 60, 65, I think. <laughs> Two, three, four. I guess five. a half of whatever you have. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's some <laughs> some. Let everybody else positive. serve up, and then I'll finish whatever's left. <laughs> some positive sources of. That, what is it called? Trans fats? Unsaturated, unsaturated fats. Okay. We've got, well, I, I can't even say that. This is positive sources of fats. Okay. Okay, healthy fats. Avocado. Yep. We've got extra virgin olive oil, egg yolks, fatty meats. That's why I'm like, oh, I don't know. Cause that, the other guy said, that fatty meats was in the the scary category, but I'm keeping it as healthy because I'm the captain now. Seeds, nuts, walnuts, almonds, pecans, flax seeds, chia seeds, nut butters, like almond, cashew, peanut. Which one of those is your favorite? Or do you do you fuck with fats? Yeah. Um, I like them all. I mean, I. As far as non-peanut butter goes, um, I mean, I love peanut butter. I don't have it that much. I think it, I think it might cause me a little inflammation in my joints, um, mm. but I do love it. Love, love, love it. And eat would eat too much of it. Like I could eat a jar, no problem. Um, yeah, same. Um, but I would say maybe almond butter as far as the non-peanut butter. I do like it roasted. Um, and I do like it with a little salt, um, you know, occasionally like I've just grabbed one. And I wasn't paying attention and it was, you know, raw almonds unsalted. And I was like, Ooh, I, I need a little more, uh, you know, flavor variety <laughs> a here. A little more. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I don't think I've ever really had cashew butter with any kind of regularity. I mean, I'd like that fine. I guess I like cashews. Um, mm -hmm. And I've never really stepped outside. I've, I've had um, sunflower seed butter before. That's pretty good. That stuff is so good. Yeah. I don't know. What's I, I, I started having it, but um, but it was becoming a problem, just like peanut butter. I was just... Yeah, they usually... It's usually... They it. have some kind of stabilizing oil in there, too. You can't really find it like just the, just the nuts or just the seeds, rather. Right. What, what's your favorite... Right. I mean, peanut butter, I would say I, I have, I used to put avocado on a lot of stuff, but because it is high in calorie while like, like just eat, like if you get like a half of an avocado, it's just like really high in numbers. Um, actually I should look it up. It feels like a thing that, um, um, it's like hard to even manage because it's like, you have to know the ounces 
So you have to have like a little scale. And every avocado was a different freaking size. Yeah. Impossible. To- I wrote un avocado. <laughs> avocado. Come on. Let's see. I mean, this feels like um this feels like a, a stupid thing to look up, but here I am. So one whole avocado could be 322 calories. Now this is just the first thing I have found on Google. So God only knows the, the further answers to this, but what I will say, what I, the point of this for me is to see anything less than a half of an avocado makes me mad on anything. And so I was just like, I can't regulate myself. I want either the whole avocado or none of it. And so if it's not there, I don't miss it. But if a tiny bit is there, I'm like, where's the rest of this? This sucks. How many calories in a whole avocado? This just said, this is uh, literally, I'm trying to, you know, talk and read, but uh, this said 322. I I pretty much have a whole one every day. You do? Yeah. Pretty much. But what other fats are you having? Olive oil and stuff and and nuts, tons of nuts. You're going to fucking tater top me on my nut consumption. Um, I, uh, <laughs> and a lot of olive oil, cause I'll do like a big salad and it's, I just do, uh, olive oil and vinegar on that balsamic vin- vinegar. I make my own. You do? Or no, I mean, That's I nice. not, I don't make my own balsamic vinegar, but I just do like my own. I mix it myself. I don't have it in a dressing and I'm pretty liberal with the olive oil. I'm scared to know how much I yeah, don't tell me on this episode because I'll have to be honest with you. Okay, so this this is just like literally, like I said, just the first. It's women's health from you know, God only knows when, but it's just talking about uh, that the USDA is the one that says an avocado contains three hundred and twenty-two calories, um, and. In this article, it says that may seem like a lot, but a single serving of the fruit actually racks up only about 107 calories. So that's what I'm saying. If you just have a little bit of it, it's not going to take you down. But, and you also, I bet you burn a bazillion calories a day, Stanger. Your, your, your day off is you probably going on an 18 mile hike with your dog. <laughs> no, not, never that long, but we go four or five miles. Yeah, so you're, you know... No, like, not 18, though, Aaron. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, he's nodding his head yes as he says I that. No way. <laughs> no, but... Uh, so that's like, to me, if I... Like, I tried the other day. I ordered the salad from California Chicken Cafe, which I love. They have this great salad. It's huge. Do you eat the pita chips everything. in there? Um. I, I get them, you know, they come with it and I have a little bit, I like yeah. break them up, but I've been saving a little bit for the next day. And if you do that, you don't want to put the no, no. pita chips in there. So, I, you know, I can take it or leave it, but it has, um, it has avocado coming on it as an option and you can say no avocado. And I was like, fuck that. I'm saying yes. Cause it's not added. It's not extra. It comes with it. And I'll just portion it out so that we can use avocado as a family the other day. And we don't have to buy it from the store. Now we just have leftover avocado. And I tried that and it actually was fine. But what I realized was I was like, I don't even taste the avocado in the salad. Cause there's so many other like good flavors in there. Mm. Like, 
uh, green pepper and they put sprouts broccoli. in there, right? They, I, I, you can add sprouts, and I do. I love it. Yeah. It's, it, it's just a tomatoes, feta. It's just a you know, in salad I should make for myself, but you know, here we are. And but the avocado, once it's blended into all of that, it just tastes like just truly nothing. <laughs> Here's my deal. And so here's what I, I, you know, I love it, but I don't need it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I've decided to let it go. I understand. Here's my, here's what I do with avocados. Always. I don't like them tossed in a salad. I'll, I'll, I'm fine with it. I like avocados. So I'll eat it that way. It's, it's not like it grosses me out or anything, but I like to get the avocado on the side and then lay it on top of the salad. And then I will, eat it as I want with the salad. And especially when I'm making my own salad, which is usually what happens, I'll just cut up like a whole avocado, toss my whole salad separate, and then add the avocado over the top. So I can eat it by itself. I can, you know, make bites with it, that kind of thing. But I don't like it tossed in there because like you, I feel like I did. Did I even have the avocado? Like, where did it even go? Yeah. When was it? Was it a, I don't have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's so funny that, but to you, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've never thought like, Oh, what's the cult? You have an avocado tree though. Don't you? I do, but it's people steal them. I only get one. Oh, I only get one good. It's in my front yard. I only get maybe one good harvest a year off of it. Um, and so, and you have to let them get pretty ripe on the tree. That's just how. The, you know, cause you can't, you, I, I don't have the, uh, capacity to do any kind of chemical treatments to kind of get them to ripen, <laughs> you know, right. in store. So I have to kind of get them pretty, you have to get them pretty close to ripe on the tree. And so people will just start to pick them at a certain point. So I don't get, it would be, it would be amazing if I could get all of them, but you know, people walk by and you should, uh, them. you got a ring cam out there. You could see who it is. And then I caught it. I caught a guy one their time. Picture. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, like man. A little bike. I would be so petty about it. He's like a little like hippie guy on a bike and stuff. And he said, I would never, you know, I would never take more than I can eat or something like that. And he kind of was trying to sell that he was like some like of the earth type guy or whatever. And so I just let him have them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't mean, buy I it. Like, like his, like his, all his stuff was too nice, you know? And he was sure. just like riding around. I also feel like he wanted to get caught and then have give his speech and everything because he was like, he's like, because he knocked on your door. I mean, almost <laughs> he was like, I was like, you know, just, just so you know, this tree, you know, this is my tree. And he's like, it's technically not your property. Um, because it's like, it's on like the, the street, I guess, you know, in front of my house, you know, it's like, there's a little bit of grass there. I mean, it really, it really is technically my property. Um, w- yeah. Whatever. That's not important. But I was like, I was like, I, I do pay to water this tree because I, you know, it, it, you do have to pay for your water here and I take care of it and it wouldn't just grow, you know, this type of tree wouldn't just grow naturally in Los Angeles. Like it is, it is, you know, me doing all this to make it grow. <laughs> it's not like you just happened upon a tree in the middle of nowhere. And it's, I'm trying to claim it. But anyway, I didn't want to like, you know, fight the guy or battle him right. too much. And so I let him keep him. Yeah. Cause he knows where you live. So you gotta be, you know, kind of nice. Yeah, that's true. I will say another fat or another healthy fat, um, 
is like egg yolks. Mm-hmm. And that like egg yolks on a salad, egg whites are fine, but like the yolk in a salad, yummy. What? Like bo- hard boiled and then like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hard boiled. Not, not, uh, not run- runny. <laughs> Um, but I guess, I mean, sunny side up on a salad might be okay. Like, you know, it's like, Hey, they used to put it on everything, right? You put a fried egg on everything. That was the thing. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. You could put a fried egg on a salad. Didn't that used to be the gourmet thing? Like just normal shit and people just yeah. put an egg on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put an egg on like a uh, pizza. They have egg on a pizza, egg on a bagel, egg on a pizza bagel. I had a girlfriend in college and she used to make, um, <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm laughing at you um, for how many girlfriends you've talked about. It's going to weirdly Man. come okay, up a sorry. lot. You know, it's different people <laughs> I've eaten with over the years. Um, she uh, she made a breakfast pizza that was really good. Oh hell yeah! I mean that's the dream. Yeah, with like um, some some bacon or she did it with sausage. crumbled sausage and eggs and mm. cheese and all that stuff. It was it was fucking good. I mean it felt it was pretty rich, but it felt pretty good. Oh sure, yeah. I was thinking about making a breakfast quesadilla. Oh yeah, that's good. Maybe tomorrow. You know what's, we have tortillas what, right now. What, it's not normal, but what's the difference? The difference between that and um, a breakfast burrito, just the preparation. Because what a burrito yeah, is the flat, you know, you just do between the two tortillas. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and how much, how many eggs can you get on there? Or would you do? Uh, I don't know. Would probably, you do we'd probably do like six. Would you scramble them or no, fry? we would do scramble, scramble, but how and would then a little panini press? It seems hard to get it flat though. With the, I mean, there it's going to be thicker than just cheese for sure. Yeah, you know when you have one of those like uh, quesadillas with from chicken? Applebee's that's got chicken and all sorts of fajita veggies and stuff. They're thick. You got to eat them with a the fork. When was the last time you went to Applebee's? <laughs> um, probably when I, like uh, one of these past Christmases. Like my parents go. Like so, when I'm home. We'll go to have you got, have you gone on a date night to Applebee's? Yeah. Not, not <laughs> since college. Okay. Um, Do I you, had like way less, you know, dating experience than you stinger. If that's what you want me to bring. No, up. I didn't. I just was hoping you'd get the song <laughs> reference. Oh, uh, what is it? I, I'm missing it. Think about, think about the components of what I asked you. Are you, so, are you talking about are you talking about Red Lobster? No, 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 no. Think about what restaurant what restaurant were we talking about? Applebee's. Okay. And you said you went with your parents and I said when was the last time you went on a what? On a date? Night. Night? Yeah. Date night to Applebee's? Yeah, isn't that a song? <laughs> Applebee's <laughs> on a date night. Oh god. Yes, you're right. I thought you were talking damn, about th- the Beyonce song. No, no, um, I'm not talking about good stuff on the show. This is this <laughs> show is bad. I'm talking about bad. This stuff. show is for bad stuff. Oh yeah, date nine and Applebee's. That's the song I listened to on my wedding yes, day. Yes, I know. That's why. There it is. I was singing I, it, but that was we connected the over only it. day I listened to that song. I mean, I That's think anybody. I, I listened to it one day too, and that was the end of it. And I never liked it. Date nine. <laughs> on a date nine. Man, 
Okay. So I wanted to get into, like we did with protein, the sort of, I guess, um, what's the word? Like the, what people would recommend you would have the fat amount in your macros. Okay. So for, for macros, for macros sake, if you're doing it, we're not doing recommended daily allotment, like the kind of food pyramid stuff We're you're talking about a more sophisticated, nuanced look at fats in one's diet. Yeah, in this sophisticated, the most sophisticated way possible. Sophisticated. (laughs) In the most sophisticated way. Okay, so Hmm. according to the Institute of Medicine, so. Wow, legit. Sophistication, okay. The acceptable macronutrient distribution range for fat intake for an adult is 20 to 35% of total caloric intake. Athletes are recommended to consume 20 to 25% of total calories from fat. Wow, less. Yep. It also um, says that there appears to be no health or performance benefit to consuming less than 15% of energy from fat. So... Take that, Just snack keep that well. In mind. Take that, you Take green that. boxed f- chocolate sons of bitches, fucks. <laughs> um. So I I went. So I was looking at like macro calculators. I know we like kind of talked about it. Maculators on here. Macrolators. Macrolators. Um. And so I found. I I just looked at some websites. This one seemed pretty. Um. Uh, like simple. This was a website on, um, let me see what her name is. It's called the healthy consultant.com. I didn't look into her too seriously. She's wasn't saying anything that was like, ah, warning, warning that I saw, but I did not, again, I did not go too deep into this woman's like life Mm -hmm. and stuff, but it, she does talk about, um, kind of like how to track in my fitness pal, which we talk a lot about. And I have tried to also figure out kind of some of the, um, like how to adjust the levels in my fitness pal and stuff. Um, but she had a, a, a macro calculator that she recommended. So I clicked, I just clicked on it and it took me to, let me see, where did it go? Where's my macro calculator? Applebee's menu. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Okay. So mindpumpmedia.com. Oh, Mind Mind Pump. They're a podcast, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they're a very successful uh, health and fitness podcast. Oh, congrats. Congrats to them. Um, We're coming for you, Mind Pump. So I went, so it has on here on their macro nutrient calculator. Um, there is like a pretty simple sort of, um, I guess like way to do this where you put in your, like if you want it in pounds or metric kilograms, if male, female, how much do you weigh in pounds? How tall are you? How old are you? Then it gives like, you get to choose, um, your amount of, exercise a week. And then what you're looking for, do you want to lose fat, build lean muscle, maintain the same weight? And then it gives you your 
based on all of that information, your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, and then your total daily expenditure. So these are just like, again, this is just guesstimations. This is not exact. I'm sure they would say the same. And then it tells you what they would recommend for you. So for me, I put in, um, I put in mine and this other healthy, healthy coach lady, she said you could also just do, um, your weight times, um, a a number based on your, um, like your, what's it called activity per week. Uh, so mine was the number 14. That doesn't matter. This, that was stupid. Um, okay. So for me in this mind pump calculator to lose body fat, I would need to have 1700 calories a day, which to me sounds crazy high because that uh, I would say this seems crazy high because I normally don't do things like my oil like oils and stuff. So I, I don't really get that kind of specific. So I normally do my own at like 14 or 15 when I'm trying to cut. So that would kind of probably be an extra 200 calories. I would imagine like the, the fringe, the taste testing around the kitchen, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, so this calculator put me at 176 grams of protein. Wow. That's crazy. 176 grams of carbs. That shit cray. And then 39 grams of fat. That shit cray. Is it is okay. I, I so I think that shit cray. I, so what you like, order? You know, my fitness pal had me at like very <laughs> I do get that song reference. Um Is that your order, Fish Delight? You call it the Fish Delight, right? That is what I've been calling it. Yeah, that is. You know that and no one corrects. You know me. that as a Trump reference, right? No, I don't listen to him. <laughs> he did what in talking about his McDonald's order reference the uh, fl- the fish fillet. Yeah, the fillet of fish as a uh, fish uh, fish delight. <laughs> God, fish fillet. Fish delight. Yeah. And then I think he even said it on to Anderson Cooper and like Cooper didn't correct him on it. He's got like, he's like, he, cause he loves fast food. You know, he goes to fast food all the time. He's eating like, and then like I was reading one book God. one time where people were talking about like all his staffers working for him. And when he was, um, you know, running, they stopped to go to a McDonald's and they sent out some guy to, you know, get the order and he was taking too, too long. So Trump just left him and they just left the guy there at the McDonald's. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'd love to talk about Trump uh, instead of uh, my the yeah. low number of fats I now get to eat. Yeah, in reference and high number of everything else. Where haven't you go? I know. So I I have never really I've never eaten like this. And I've I don't think I've ever tried to eat so high um in protein. Um somebody messaged us saying uh you know, we were talking about protein last week and th- we were trying to ca- do all the calculations. And they said like the, the bro science way was just one gram per pound of body. Oh, more. I know. I know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I was like, I, and when I saw this number, I was like, I might just try to hit 150 consistently and see if that, see if I can even do that and keep this fat number low. Cause that just seems crazy to me. Yeah. I, in regards to protein, I knew that metric from a long time ago. That's been around four years. And then, and, and I was, was it you that sent the message? Yeah. Look, <laughs> standard, you idiot. <laughs> Why couldn't you figure this out? Moron. Um, I, so what I, and I wasn't clear in, you know, in, in presenting protein and look guys, I'll take the hit for it. It wasn't my best showing. Don't, I said it would, I said I would take it before you the did. episode. So um, I have to stand. And I, I may, might be able to redeem myself for the, you know, our closing thoughts on all the macros, um, at the end of the month. So we'll see maybe if I can, you know, get my shit together and get things a little more organized in my brain, no guarantees there. But, um, yes. So I did know that for years that was kind of the, uh, you know, and so like there'd be times where I was like 240 pounds, like trying to eat that much protein. It seemed fucking crazy. Anyway, I saw a lot of like yeah. research and talk and recommendations that said, no, 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 way too much. Um, we've moved beyond that. You do not need that much protein. You don't need it for, from a longevity standpoint. It's actually detrimental to your health long term because of like, um, you know, like, IGF one growth factor and the mTORs and all this like, you know, shit that is above my pay grade. So you need to scale back the protein and you could even build muscle with less protein and yada, yada, yada. So what I was interested in was the fact that now it's circled back. So while we're not quite at the, you know, 1997 bro science levels of, you know, protein, we're, we're back up pretty high again from, you know, yeah. f f from a lot of the research that I'm seeing or a lot of the recommendations I'm seeing, I keep saying research, um, and using it interchangeably with recommendations. And that might be a little suspect. So apologies for that. What I'm trying to say is recommendations <laughs> that I've seen from reputable sources. I just, yeah. uh, I confuse a lot of my R words. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Stinger. You don't have to. He does keep he, he, tears keep falling from his eyes when we, you know, talk about it's last like week. He's he's, Smokey he's Robinson presenting song. a strong front. <laughs> Just one tiny tear. Uh, um, take a good look at my face. Uh, you can see the tracks of my tears. Uh, it's a beautiful lyric. Yeah. So so I will say in summation. Okay, I have that same yeti. Um, I, this whole time I've been like looking at it and I have it. Did Someone gave it to me for my wedding. Did you think that maybe I reached through the screen and grabbed your Yeti? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like, dude, so fucking this freaking... zoom update is amazing. <laughs> this fuckers yeah. figured it out, dude. <laughs> um, okay. So in summation, we have one gram of fat is nine yields, nine calories. Fat is generally insoluble in water, which we didn't talk about at all. Fat is present in all cells, high in adipose and nerve tissue, low in epithel. <laughs> Do you know how to say that word? I don't know what word it is. What? E-P-I-T-H-E-L-I-A-L. -E Wait, say it again. E-P-I-T-H-E-L-I-A-L. Epithel? Epithelial. 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 
That sounds right. Do you think anyone will listen? No. People. <laughs> Epithelial. A couple people and have like crashed their cars. <laughs> Other people have like just... fallen off the trail of whatever hike they're on. Um, Somebody's hair okay, turned fatty. white. <laughs> like a kid's hair turned fucking white. He's listening with his mom. <laughs> oh my God. The body needs fats for energy, structure and membrane function, precursors to hormones, cellular signals, regulation of uptake and excretion of nutrients in the cells. And then we have the acceptable macronutrient distribution range for fat for an adult is 20 to 35% of total caloric intake and 20 to 25% for athletes. I'm so curious as to why it's lower for athletes. Yeah, I didn't look it up. So Look, if you're not, we, we can maybe circle back with our final episode and talk about it. If you're not playing sports or training, get your fat content up high. Um, I, 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 that, yeah, it's all interesting stuff. And then, you know, also interesting <laughs> in, um, you know, these kind of the movement towards an Atkins diet or a ketogenic diet. I mean, that, that forces all to kind of reevaluate fat content. Um, and then also, um, the movement, um, towards reincorporating healthy fats. I wonder how those numbers have changed over the time, over time. Um, and also, you know, there, like we talked about, there was this, this concerted effort to, um, eliminate these trans fatty acids. There's a couple healthy ones. I feel like CLA, Conjugulated, conjugulated litlonic acid is a healthy one, but um, the the ones that are made in a lab not healthy. But we got rid of all those. You know, you don't, you don't see them in like wheat thins anymore. You used to see partially hydrogenated soybean oil and everything. Um, yeah, and um, consistently made your LDL go up. It was a bad one, and so we we kind of fixed that. But people haven't gotten healthy yet. So it is, it's like, well, what else is going on? Are people now not incorporating enough healthy fats into their diet? Um, Also, I'd be curious too, just in a basic, um, like a typical American diet, like what the fat content is. And if people are getting enough of the good fats um, in their diet or enough fats in general, because all the functions you listed off are crucial. So when people were going no fat, zero fat, um, you know, bad. I mean, that's bad. I mean, there was, you know, cause they're so, they're so important to our diet. And there was a time there where people were trying to get their fats to fucking zero. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think my mom tried to do that. Um, but it's singer. You'll never have the answer to that because as we discussed on this podcast, rats are our only trustworthy mammal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this like flash of an article that was like, if a rat sees another rat in a tiny cage, like a, a, like in a too tight of a cage, the other rat will go like, let it out. Like, it's like, no, I can help you. And it was like really sweet. Yeah. Fucking secret in them, dude. (laughs) That's sweet. And if they have like, they'll, they'll give them extra, like they'll give them part of their food if they need it. That's also very, uh, very cool. Did you ever read rats and Nim? Mrs. The book's called like Mrs. Frisbee and the rats of Nim, but the movie is the secret of Nim. No, I think I saw the movie when I was young, but I didn't read the book. Movies kind of scared me a little bit when I was little because it's a little, 
It's not. Yeah, I think I wasn't allowed to watch it, and I like saw it at a friend's house or something because it was like, is it kind of like mystical? There's uh, maybe my parents just thought it was mystical. Like it's not. No, I mean it's all science based. I mean those they 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 ran a little test or they ran a experiment on these rats and they became they got super intelligent um, and then they escaped. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't magic that was doing it. It was science. Interesting. Maybe it was a little too sciencey for your parents. <laughs> no, they love science. They hate magic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How, what do they feel about Harry Potter and your love of all things? They, they hate it. And I was like, mom, you loved freaking, uh, was it the, uh, Co- bewitched growing up? She loved bewitched. She, she has no explanation. She stands by it though. Love bewitched. <laughs> Uh, what about I Dream of Genie? Loved I Dream of Genie. Yeah. I guess it was but like. I couldn't let my belly button show. That was a no no. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. Um, I'm 38 and I still would get in trouble, you know? What about your. You had an Instagram post that was um, a little racist. I know. For you. I, don't worry. Anytime I ever do, I either block my mother <laughs> or. <laughs> Or I, uh, or I'll write it like one time I posted like a bachelorette photo that I, it was like, I'm wearing like a tiny bathing suit and I had like, they had put a little, uh, a little butt tattoo on me. That was like some bachelorette butt tattoo. And I, and I, you, I have to directly address my mother in the caption of like, don't worry, mom. I don't really have a butt tattoo. Even though that's not my mom's only worry. At least she knows like, I'm looking at you, Mary. So would she, um, what would she rather like you just started dressing and showing more skin or you got a tattoo, but kept everything covered up? <laughs> I think that one, well, she'd rather you just, you got a tattoo, but it's just covered keep up, it locked up, keep it locked yeah. up, but she doesn't yeah. want you dressing and showing skin. Yeah. But Hey, sorry, mom. Does your mom buy you clothes? She will buy me like workout clothes. She, I think she has, I think she has come to terms with the fact that like I normally am just wearing a sports bra and pants. Yeah. Um, but like she, like they know I have like a tattoo on my side, but they'd rather not see it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so I think that's kind of just like the general rule of thumb. Like, Hey, we know we don't want to see it. I, uh, had a, uh, tattoo removal, um, yesterday, another, Oh yeah. Another, how's it coming? It's, it's coming along. Like it's all, my arms all swollen now from it, but, um, it's coming along. Wow. A little lighter, Crazy. but not much. I mean, for like seven or eight rounds of it. Holy shit. <laughs> my God, Stinger. I'm sorry. It actually weirdly looks a little darker right after you have it done. And then in the next two months, it fades out more like this. These last two that I got were, I noticed the most color kind of get leached out of there. Um, yeah, because it like has to, the guy blasts the laser inside or blast the ink inside with a laser. And then your body has to kind of absorb the ink away. Oh, crazy. Yeah. He showed it. He showed me like, um, I was like, how does this thing work? He's using a Pikachu laser and he showed me like he just pulled out a brochure and like blasted the brochure. And he's like, you can see there's no tissue for it to go through. So it'll just zap this ink right off completely. 
Um, and so he like was able to like, da, 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 like, you know, write off this brochure and like the ink was just gone. And so he says, we have to go through your skin. And so it, it zaps it. And then, you know, your skin like slowly absorbs it. It just depends on how, how, you know, how much ink is in there and how deep it goes. And so does it hurt? It does. Yeah. But is it like a tattoo feeling or is it? Well, I would say different? it's a little more of um, a pop there. You know, the, the tattoo when it starts, you know, maybe hurts a little bit and then you kind of just get used to it. And then if there's like a big adjustment in where they're doing it or the depth they're doing it, you might have to kind of re audit your pain, you know, like, Oh, right. But then it's, you know, it's not bad. Like you can get through it. I mean, maybe you would rather not have to experience it. And this one's a little bit more, you feel it. And so you go, they recommend you go there an hour early and numb, but I'm usually too busy. So I don't, I just don't do the numbing. <laughs> You get like a cream they put on and they'll numb it. And then, um, you know, and I've done that before and it's maybe a little more tolerable, but a lot of times I'm just like at the gym or something. I just want to, you know, so I just go and they're like, you're, you're crazy. (laughs) 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 But you can, it's pretty fast. Like they just like go through it and just, you know, just feels like you're getting snapped pretty hard by a rubber band or something. Oh, that's so crazy. Well, it's, it's, and whatever you're reading online that says they'll show you three procedures and it's gone, not usually not true, or it's just a really kind of shallow tattoo or something. Um, and it's always more expensive. So, I mean, it's probably going to, it's probably going to be like 20 times for me for mine to really go away. I think. Oh my God. And you got to wait and you got to wait two or three months in between each one, you know? So. God. <laughs> so by the time I'm 50, it'll be done. Mm. Wow. Well, I can't wait to see what you put there instead. Yeah. You don't, you think I should get a big old <laughs> replacement? Yeah. Yeah. After all of this, just put a, a different, a slightly different tribal. <laughs> yes. Just a slightly updated. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> now I'm happy. Finally. Well, I, I will say, I hope someone learned something from this. I didn't, hopefully didn't overwhelm people too much with my lack of pronunciation. You sounded great, um, but I think you did a much better job than me. I think it was an improvement. I do think that, um, <laughs> I did have to walk so you could run. Um, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Or maybe crawl so you could walk out of <laughs> Yeah. And then hopefully we'll run together with carbs because, man, I can't wait for that. Yeah, one. we'll run with carbs and we'll soar with our wrap up episode. Um, the one where we just chit chat again. <laughs> <laughs> I think so that's where we make our money, baby. I am curious into. Um, if I'm making a little bit of a. Calling our shot a little bit for fats. Yeah. Um, pro- protein is like, we need a total overhaul on everything I, d- I discussed with protein fats. I think you did a great job, but I think maybe we can look into some of like these, um, essential fatty acids, EPA and DHA, um, yeah. like, uh, the omega threes and all that kind of stuff. And maybe yeah. pull some foods that those are in, in their highest content. And then some of the purported health benefits from those, um, but yeah, that's a little feel. bit of like an extra, that's a little frosting. It's not the primary functions of fat and our relationship to it. And then so also, so what you mentioned, how, how exactly is your diet 
going to look now? You said you've you're going to try to you're well, going to try to lower I'm your gonna, fats and you're going to up your protein. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try, and um, I don't know that I'll really need to up my carbs. Um, I'm going to just try to log really specifically because I don't think I need a crazy amount of carbs more, but with having fat so low, I think I will need a little bit more buffer. And I will say I didn't even put in that. I was like, um, there was like five levels of fitness and I just put in that. I like worked out four to six times a week, Okay, which is pretty accurate, but there was like seven to nine times. And like, if you're like a professional athlete or something, uh, so I wasn't, I didn't put myself there. So I, th- I think there's even still, uh, numbers to go, to go up on, but I'm, I'm interested to even just try this and see what it feels like to try to get that much protein in a day while keeping my fat that low. So we'll see. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, if you were training for the Olympics, you'd have to get your fat even lower, according to that one, that one study. I know. God. Um, I know. I do think, though, that this, um, that this amount will mean that my fats are in the 20 to 25%. I do think that. Mm. I haven't done a full day in it. So when I do, I will, I'll update people, but I think it will be in that range. And I still need to take a look at, I need to do my fitness path, but I will do that before the month is out. Great. Um, great. So you probably have questions, send them to us. Um, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Do it sooner than later so that we can um, have a little time to research the answers and have it all ready for you guys when we close this month out. Also, think you guys be thinking about what your favorite macro is. Um, yeah. Are you team protein? Are you team fat? Are you uh, the naughty team carbohydrate? Ooh. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Can't wait. Uh but maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we need to, that what's that? I just hate that word. Naughty. Yeah. I, I love it. Disgusting. <laughs> I bet you do. I love it. I want to oh. be on the naughty team. The naughty. <laughs> 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 I want to be on the naughty list. Um, that's a great word. Well, I have to go for like an old guy, <laughs> for like an older guy. <laughs> It is. I mean, it's perfect for you. Yeah. An old, the oldest guy on the pod. Uh, very charming for no an judgment. old person to talk about being naughty. I think. Um. <laughs> Barf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, <laughs> God, nobody's wanted to end this thing faster than you. You've been trying to like. And then me been right Trying now. to end this thing for the last forty minutes. <laughs> I know. Okay, I really Ryan. Well, good. <laughs> You fucking bored with talking to me, Aaron? Uh, or at the dumbbells on all the social media platforms. Send the questions there. Post your hate on a public forum. We want to see it. We want everybody to be able to see it. We fucking thrive on you haters. We thrive on the haters. Uh, <laughs> I think... I think Sanger has blacked out. I'm not even, yeah. His eyes have gone dark. There's nobody behind the wheel. <laughs> like the chicken with its head cut off, like just still goes somehow. Like just. Yeah, it's the final, the final hurrah for the nervous system. Death spasms. Uh, 
Anything else you want to say, Aaron? No. Nope. Applebee's date night. <laughs> okay. On behalf of myself and Aaron, we are the dumbbells and all our wonderful listeners out there. We'd like to remind everybody to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. <laughs> Bye. Naughty. That was a HeadGum Podcast.